to me, man, there's no way in heck a team's going to bully Baltimore three straight games. That ain't just going to – that just doesn't happen. Make no mistake by it, Calais Campbell is here for this game. They're set up for it. I mean, they built this team to win, and they built it to win right now. You mentioned Lamar Jackson. You know, if you were a defensive coordinator or a head coach again, you know, would you be having nightmares trying to game plan for this guy? No, nah, hell no. He'd be having nightmares facing me, I can assure you. Uh, <laughs> that's the truth. And I'm not kidding either. But Lamar Jackson's special. As coaches, let this guy handle it. When you win, everybody succeeds. They back themselves in a corner. They had to win five games in a row to get in the playoffs. Well, you did it by letting Lamar do his thing. Rex, I want to ask you about the Ravens' defensive coordinator, Wink Martindale. The thing about Wink is, like, I have a million stories. Most of them I can't tell. <laughs> but I ain't going to tell this one. Welcome back into the lounge. It's double feature week, playoff week. We bring out the big guns, Garrett. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's playoff time. Playoff time for the players, for the coaches, even for the media guys. We're giving you the double dip this week with a <laughs> big-time guest, Rex Ryan. Oh, man. I'm excited for Rex. Yeah, man. Rex is the best. I, I am so sad because I, I came on after Rex joined the or left the Ravens, and that was really a heartbreaker for me because I used to hear some great stories about how he'd, like, he'd just come around and, like, walk around on a Friday afternoon, say hi to everybody, what's up. He, like, knew everybody in the building, you know, and uh, just a great guy, man. I love Rex. Yeah, so before we jump into that interview, how, how's your, how are you feeling? This is, this is Thursday now. Yeah. So, you know, earlier in the week, mm-hmm. uber confident, more confident in this game than you were against the, than going into the Bengals game. <laughs> Makes a lot of sense. But what's your, what's your temperature right now? Oh, true to form, I'm starting to get nervous now. <laughs> <laughs> true to form. Well, we just got done talking to Wink Martindale about all about the gazillion Titans weapons. You know, he's like Ryan Tannehill, best play-action quarterback in the in the NFL, guy could, so athletic he could play three positions. Derrick Henry, best running back ever. You know, all this stuff you just hear all week because the Ravens, That's and that's especially what Wink likes to do, man. Yeah, Wink, Wink, like, Wink's oh, kind he of likes the master to butter of that. Him up. Yeah. Oh, he butters them up, and then you know he goes to those defensive meetings and says we're going to kick their butts, <laughs> you know. Um, but but all that talk, it's it's making me feel a little bit nervous. But I still think it's a dubs. But I'm just a little much more nervous than I was a couple days ago. Yeah. So we'll 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 close. Give our parting thoughts leading into that game after the interview with Rex. But when you got a guy like Rex, you don't want to waste any time. So we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll be joined by Rex Ryan. Passionate fans, winning traditions, and legendary toughness are why Ram Trucks and Ravens football go hand-in-hand. When it comes to power, luxury, and technology like an available 12-inch Uconnect touchscreen, you can't find a better light-duty or heavy-duty truck. Go to Ram.com to find your local Ram dealer, schedule a test drive, and experience everything that goes into making dependable Ram trucks. Great deals are going on right now. You can shop online at Ram.com, and you can get your new Ram truck delivered right to your door. Rex, I, I got to start here. So I have a, a great memory with you. I unfortunately came to the Ravens in 2009, and you had already left uh, to go up to New York. But then you came back, right? And this is this is my memory. You came back, not for a football game at first, but for a softball tournament. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll never forget, Rex. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll never forget your jersey, which was you were number one, and then the name on it was defense. 
So you just had, you, you had to just come in talking smack, and I was, you just were laughing so hard. I thought it was so funny. You remember that softball tournament, though? Yeah, absolutely, because it's funny because we were, you know, we were always number one or two in defense when I was there in Baltimore, and and then I inherited a defense that was 23rd in the league, and we went to number one in the league, so I wanted everybody to know it. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I don't think you finished number one in the softball tourney. No, my team stuck. I don't think we won a game. <laughs> you know? So, yeah. Yeah, that was, that, was, uh, that was pretty fun. It was it was a great time. And, you know, there's so many people in Baltimore there, man, it's just that that I just love and respect and, and uh, always had a good time with them, though. For sure, for sure, man. Well, we're really thrilled to have you on the podcast. And, and you know, obviously we want to start with this playoff game. And uh, just, you know, what do you think it's going to take for the Ravens to beat the Titans in this one? You know, you're talking about defense. Here's a Titans team that's kind of lighting it up on offense right now. Yeah, they're definitely lighting it up on offense. Um, you know, and, and it's all it, – it's with that Derrick Henry and then the play-action game. And the thing that I notice about – about Baltimore is look Baltimore will beat up on a, on the weak sisters of the league they'll beat the they will flat out bully you but if you're going to beat Baltimore you're going to have to come in and do some bullying yourself and this team it's weird this team has done that uh, the last two times they played Baltimore obviously in the playoff game and earlier this year that was kind of the case so to me man there's no way in heck a team's going to bully Baltimore three straight games. That ain't just going to – that just doesn't happen. Um, but it's going to be – you know, it's um, – here. here's the other thing. The two linemen – here's the, the great thing about Baltimore and all the years I was there. If we did it – you know, if we needed something, we went out and got it. That was Ozzie Newsom. Eric DaCosta is doing the same thing as the GM there now. And when I look at it, it's like, okay – we just got the ball run down our throat in that, that playoff game against Tennessee. That's not going to happen again. So what do they do? They bring in Calais Campbell. Mm -hmm. Make no mistake by it, Calais Campbell is here for this game. They brought him in here. Look, we know he's a great player, a great person, great leader, but he's brought in to win this type of game. And that's why Calais is there. And don't forget now, Williams has not played in either one of those games the big the big nose tackle so mm -hmm. i think it's going to probably be a different outcome this this time around well rex yeah. i was watching on sunday uh sunday nfl countdown and and you were talking about the ravens just in general and you made the point that you feel like this team could win it all it has the pieces has the makeup they could be a team that wins it all uh and that caught my attention i think that caught the attention of, of some of your co-hosts on the show why do you feel that way about this team well, first off, you got Lamar Jackson finally doing what Lamar does. Let him do it. And to Greg Roman's credit, they started putting this counter bash scheme in, which I think really helps him. He's the best player on the field. Let him do what he does. Let him be him. And that's what they've done. And and I think that gives them a great chance, scoring a bunch of points. They're keeping their defense fresh. And when they get that ground game going with Dobbins, and uh, it's, it's just, you know, and, and Lamar – uh, uh, you know, Gus Edwards, and you still got Ingram. They don't even play him hardly. So mm -hmm. it, it's just an amazing, you know, talent. Um, 
you know, and, and so I think that offense is moving. And then defensively, you know, on defense, this team matches up against everybody in the league secondary-wise. They can play they can play any dang coverage they want back there, except against Kansas City. Hmm. And when I look, remember I mentioned what the cost did. Well, what do we need? Well, we got to rush Patrick Mahomes with four guys so we can play coverage. That's not what they've done the, for the last, you know, the last time they played Kansas City. So we can't play what we always do because Patrick Mahomes uh, kills that man coverage. So now we got to get back to playing. We got to get there with four guys. So who's he at? He he adds uh, unique in Dockway. So to me, I think it's just they're set up for it. I mean, they built this team to win, and they built it to win right now. And I think that's it. Doesn't matter, you know. Uh, we want a, a, a Super Bowl in 2000 going the hard route, you know. And that's mm-hmm. what they got to do here. No reason to think they can't do it. They got the head coach. He's going to have his team flying, you know, popping out of his skin, as he likes to say, as Harbs likes to say. <laughs> Trust me, this team will. <laughs> and I, I just think they're built for it. I know they're built for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. You mentioned Lamar Jackson, uh, you know. What do you think of his, the way he's kind of rebounded the season? Not that to say that, you know, the first half he was bad by any stretch of the imagination, but obviously he's kind of become, returned to his MVP form the second half. What's been the key to that? And secondly, you know, if you were a defensive coordinator or a head coach again, you know, would you be having nightmares trying to <laughs> game plan for this guy? Nah, hell no. He'd be having nightmares facing me, I can assure you. Uh, I'm not kidding either. But uh, but that's okay. You can watch part of it. I'll I'll show how you defend him a little bit on uh, on Saturday when I talk about the pregame. But either way, hey, Saturday, um, you don't don't be showing yeah. the Titans anything, Rex. <laughs> no, but um, but but really, they do a lot of good things. But Lamar Jackson's special, absolutely special. And the thing you hate is as a defensive coach, you can have everything covered perfect, and then this kid gets out of the pocket on you. And, and that's – he is so dangerous. I love watching him play. And, you know, but, no, I'll never admit, I, I never had a nightmare covering anybody. But, uh, <laughs> uh, all right, I'll admit I might flinch a little bit. But, um, <laughs> but he literally is – he's a special cat. There is no question. I love watching him. But I think the key is – you know, getting out of, you know, quit making a name for yourself as coaches. Let this guy, you know, handle it. When you win, everybody succeeds. And get back to doing what Lamar did. They put the, they backed themselves in a corner. They had to win five games in a row, you know, to get in the playoffs. Well, you did it by letting Lamar do his thing. And, and part of that is, yeah, you're going to throw, but when you have that running game going, you're creative like that, that opens up that pass game, and that's exactly what they got to do moving, moving forward. And when they do that, there's no reason they can't they can't go all the way. Are you concerned at all about Lamar Jackson's 0-2 start in the playoffs and kind of the mentality? You know, when a player starts off his career, kind of you know on that foot. No, I'm not. I'm not concerned at all. I mean, they got beat last year because their defense let them down. You know, Lamar Jackson, right. I get it. They never scored in the red zone either. But Lamar Mar was – all he did was was put up 500 yards when you combine his rushing and, and his passing. 500 yards is usually pretty good. <laughs> you know, that's not <laughs> we'll bad. We'll take that. Uh, so it's it's hardly on him. Uh, but like I said, they got to come back in and, and um, you know, and, 
and, and play Raven defense. If they don't play to that Raven defense standard, there won't, this game will not be in doubt. Mm-hmm. Rex, I want to ask you about the Ravens defensive coordinator, Wink Martindale. Uh, and for listeners who may not know this, you guys are buddies going back a long time now. He's been, you know, you guys have been good friends for a long time. Give us a story. Give us a back in the day story about Wink Martindale with the Ryan brothers. Yeah, it goes back. I was at the University of Cincinnati, and we got this big fat dude from uh, Notre Dame. <laughs> had the big old fat head and everything. Um, but I, quite honestly, I absolutely <laughs> love him. He is a great football coach and a hell of a person. But he's so passionate. But we would travel in because I, I was, you know, I was the coordinator or whatever. I would pick Wink up every day. And we'd go into work. We'd be the first ones in, last ones out. And and that's just the way it was for, you know, for the two years that I was there. Um, and then later, he coached five years with my brother, I think, in in, uh, in Oakland with the Raiders. But, yeah, we go, we go, I mean, man, we go back a long time. And I'm hoping that, like, here's the thing about Wink is, like, I have a million stories. Most of them I can't tell. <laughs> okay, but I am going to tell this one. I'm going to tell two quick ones. We would wait on on uh, Fridays. All the the teams would come in to play us, and we would wait till they would come in. And as we were going out, their buses were coming in. We made sure Wink and I that we set the tone for the game, and we did that by by waving to the opponents. We made sure they knew we were here. Okay. <laughs> And it might have been – I don't remember how many fingers it was, but we waved to them. We let them know we were ready to kick their butts, and we did. Um, <laughs> but the other thing, I'll never forget, we're, we're coming home one day, and there was construction. And, man, it was there forever. And every single time we passed these people, nobody was working. Everybody was sitting around. Nobody was working. And we pulled up one day to them because we're bumper to bumper. Finally, they get going. And Wink is we got the windows rolled down, and he's yelling at at these these workers. <laughs> and I'm like, I look over like, well, I'm amazed. I'm like, Wink, what are you doing? He goes, well, I, I figure if people can yell at us, we can yell at them. So uh, <laughs> that's kind of what we did. But uh, But really, this is about as good a guy as you're going to find. He's he's a badass. He's, he relates so well with those with with those uh, young men that are playing for him, and he's just good people. And and like I say, a hell of a football coach. And and Baltimore needs to, uh, you know, embrace the embrace the fact he's there now because he ain't gonna be there for long. Because this guy deserves a head coaching job, and uh, and I'm hoping it's on on the uh, on the horizon for him. Yeah, that, that was going to be my next question. You think it's only a matter of time until he gets one of those head coaching jobs? Yeah, I hope so. I, I really yeah. do. And, and you know, look, I, I see the list of guys that are out there. And quite honestly, I'm like, what? You know, uh, <laughs> like, come on. This guy's a, a real coach. He's not one of these. He's not a pretty boy. He's there based on his merits as a football coach and his intelligence. And, and that's what he's there for. He ain't a pretty boy that's there for to look good in your media guide. So, <laughs> to me, that's uh, that's him. He's a hell of a lot better. He's forgotten more football than half these guys that are on those lists. 
Well, I'm going to tell Wink that you said he's not a pretty boy, and he he and his mullet are going to be offended, Rex. <laughs> I know. So he's trying to get the combination. He's gone to my sweater vest, which, by Ooh. the way, he's undefeated in. <laughs> so I'm loving the sweater vest that he's going. He, I see the Rex Ryan sweater vest works well. And he's got – but he's he's trying to combine my brother's hair. So I, it's a good combination. It's working for him. Uh but uh, I, I'm surprised his wife Laura lets him out like that. But uh, this is one hell of a person, and, and as you guys know, a heck of a football coach. And yeah. and I know one thing: he's chomping at the bit for this game, because this Arthur Smith guy has done a great job. His name's been on many lists, and for good reason. He's done a great job at Tennessee as the offense coordinator, and they've kind of had Baltimore's number these last two games. But it ain't gonna happen this one, in my opinion. Yeah. Who, hey, who blitzes more, you or Wink? No, man, I, I, that's a good question. I'm going to say my father blitzed more. But um, <laughs> I, it's, uh, I probably blitzed – you know, I never had these type of corners yeah. that Wink has. If I did, it would have been ugly. Now, I guess the closest thing was probably when I was with the Jets. Now, I, nobody – he doesn't have a corner like I had with Darrell Revis. Revis, but, yeah. um But the uh, – but he's got an unbelievable group of corners and he can pretty much man up any team in the league. Like I said, with the exception of Kansas city. So yeah, yeah he's blitzing probably about, I think we are probably similar. If you go back and look, I'm sure we are very similar. Yeah. Hey, talking about coaches, yeah. you know, you, you worked for John Harbaugh and uh, you know, obviously I think the Ravens were at a crossroads. They were six and five going through a COVID outbreak and all that stuff. It was a lot of adversity. What have you seen from John Harbaugh, and what makes him a good head coach in times of adversity especially? Yeah, first of all, John's not a good head coach. He's a great head coach. Hmm. And and I've been with with several or whatever. He's he's about as good as it gets. Man, he's, he's passionate beyond belief. He's got the answers, and his players know it. He's been there. He's done it. And he's got a great, like he, he's got a great uh, pulse for the, for the football team. And what does he need to step, step on him? Does he need to rein him, you know, loosen up the reins a little bit, whatever it is, he's got a phenomenal pulse on that team. And, you know, it also helps when you got a hell of a quarterback. So that helps too. <laughs> Cool. So, so what do you think? Uh, what do you think the Ravens need to do against Derrick Henry? I mean, you know, if you're calling the plays against this guy, obviously, everybody's tried everything. Probably, he's still run for two thousand yards this year. What do you do to contain Derrick Henry? Yeah, you just knock the hell out of him. I mean, that's <laughs> that's what you got to do, and 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 that's. I mean, believe me, that's what you do, and and you got to have guys to uh, beat the offensive line to the punch. You know, knock their you know knock their chest in, beat them to the punch, and then uh, get off blocks, and and put a bunch of Rydells on them. That's 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 what you got to do against all those guys. Back when I was with Baltimore, we'd have Jerome Bettis, Fred Taylor, Eddie George, Corey Dillon. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the list goes on and on. All those guys. All we did was was set a record in in uh, fewest rushing yards allowed and rushing average. And all we did was that. wasn't anything fancy. We just beat the, you know, we just fundamentally whipped you at the line of scrimmage. 
that's what they got to do. And having Williams and Calais Campbell in there, like I say, that's why they're there. And, uh, and you lean on your big cats. And, and I think this is, you know, those, those are the guys. It might not be pretty. They're not going to score any touchdowns. But they're going to be the difference in this game. And we'll let you out of here on this, Rex. It, it sounds to me like you're picking a Ravens win for this week. Yeah, I got to be quiet about it, uh, <laughs> you know, where I'm at because I live here in Tennessee. But absolutely, <laughs> I, you know, I, I think the Ravens, I think the Ravens will get this one. Awesome. Well, we hope you're right. It's great to catch up with you. Really appreciate the time. Thanks so much. And uh, we'll let Wink know that you had some uh, great stories about him. <laughs> All right. You guys take care. All right. Thanks, Rex. See ya. With every new season, there's new challenges to overcome, and Ram trucks are built to crush every single one of them. They're powerful, dependable. They're the back-to-back Motor Trend truck of the year. But beneath that hardened exterior, the Ram 1500 offers a standard of comfort with rear legroom designed for a comfortable lead. And the available rear auto-leveling air suspension found in the Ram 3500 is beyond smooth. So for big cash allowances and exceptional lease offers, go to Ram.com today. All right, so great stuff from Rex. I mean, he's just, he's fantastic. And uh, listeners, make sure you check him out. Uh, you can watch him on ESPN's Sunday countdown leading into the game at 1 o'clock. And then just, I mean, ESPN has all kinds of stuff going yeah. on for this game. Oh, yeah, that's not all. It, they got the mega cast, the mega cast. They, they might <laughs> what, is, me what does the mega voiceover. cast entail? Tell me about I'm going to do the voiceover for ESPN on this thing. <laughs> mega cast. Uh, the mega cast entails, they're going to have like a special kind of like betting it's like alternate betting and analytics theme broadcast it's called between the lines so that's going to stream on espn plus uh and then they're also doing on on freeform uh as part of their megacast they're going to have like this kind of uh watch party it's like special dj khaled right dj khaled yeah yeah, stuff like that like kind of pop culture stuff you know yeah i don't know anything about that kind of stuff but that's what they're gonna have right um so it should be really fun if you're a guest if you're a viewer Tons of ways to watch this game, and it's gonna be it's gonna be a good show, man. Yeah, one o'clock on Sunday. So, um, all right. So we're gonna take a quick Crown Royal water break before we get into the, our final discussion about the game. Crown Royal wants to remind you to stay royal, stay hydrated. Crown Royal Canadian whiskey. You got to mix some of those in. There's a lot of games this weekend. Six games on Wild Card Weekend. You got to mix in the water breaks, or it's gonna be <laughs> rough. A rough time for that one o'clock. You're not going to make it to Sunday at one o'clock if yeah, you don't mix you in the water mix breaks in the on water Saturday. Breaks when there's six football games going on over the course of two days, so <laughs> uh, make sure to keep that in mind when you're drinking Crown Royal this weekend. All right, so you said you're getting a little bit nervous. Um, you know, I- I'm with Rex though. Like, it, I don't know how often he talks to Wink. It seems like it seems like fairly often. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, the point that he made that he doesn't think the Ravens are going to get pushed around. He knows that Wink is really fired up about this game. I just think that that is. It's the same for you could say that for pretty much everybody in that building, uh, yeah. players, coaches. I, I just don't think they. I just don't think they allow themselves to lose to the Titans a third straight time. This is this is a man up game. That's like yeah. what I took away from Rex is like that. You know, Wink and, and this defense, they see it as a this is an integrity game, right? Like this one is like an old school Ravens Titans battle from back in the day where it was just hard hitting. The more physical team's gonna win. And let's be honest, the Ravens didn't have two of their biggest, biggest, most physical players on the field last time. Uh, you know, the Titans also didn't have one in Roger Saffold. I do want to toss that out there. He's a really good guard. He did not play in the earlier matchup this season, this regular season. But still, 
Uh, I think Calais Campbell and Brandon Williams make a massive difference in this game. I'm going to I'm going to toss it out there, Garrett. Go toss it out there. Ready? Throwing down the gauntlet. Let's, let's hear it. Derrick Henry under under 100. Under 100. All right. Yep. I mean, teams have struggled to keep him under 200 this year. So if it's you can un- keep him under 100, it's under 100. Wow. Yeah. I, I think I'm almost I'm almost more scared right now at this very moment about Ryan Tannehill and the play action passing and all that stuff and hitting some plays on that than I am of Derrick Henry right now. And I know, what, two days ago I was talking about how nobody beats the Ravens' corners. Yeah. But that, you know, Wink's got me a little shook after the press conference. Well, you (laughs) – so basically you've come to my side. You've come around to me where I said I was really scared about A.J. Brown in this game. It's not just A.J. Brown. Corey Davis went for over 100 last time. I know, but A.J. Brown to me is the one – if I'm start. Starting the conversation on who I'm most scared with is yes. on the edge for that team. It is going to be AJ Brown at the top of that list. But yes. I do. I just think that the you could say the same thing, man up game about pretty much everybody on this team. I, certainly that rings true for the defense, um, and they did give up a huge number of yards on the ground in the last two games, which is so uncharacteristic for this team. But I think that I think that Lamar Jackson wants to. He talked about it this week. Silence the narrative about mm-hmm. he can't win a playoff game. Uh, I think he's learned from those. Li- I thought he was really honest. Like Lamar. I agree. Yeah. He was really kind of uh, introspective. I thought in his press conference and saying that the last two years we fell behind early and I try to do too much. He admitted yep. it. I try to do too much. Um, and that if we get in that situation again, I just got to play and, and not try to take on too many things and try to score, you know, 14 points in one play. I, I thought that was a really um, wise analysis of his own play in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I like where his head's at right now. I yeah. really do. And um, I think that it's just, he's been kind of beating the drum uh, the past month or so. It's just focus, focus. Mm-hmm. Just keep keep it locked in. Like Because I think that is what struck me the past couple years is it just, he seemed to get rattled. He lost his focus to me. And, and, and heck, like Rex said, he ended up with over 500 yards. So whatever, if he got rattled, he still was putting up yards. But yeah. in, in some clutch moments, you know, yards are great or whatever. But we need some touchdowns in the red zone. You know, you convert on a couple of those fourth and ones on two of them. The Ravens got stuffed on. It's a whole different ball game. So, you know, I think that sometimes Lamar, he wants it so bad that when it's not coming to fruition, he he, he seemed to kind of get rattled. And, and I just think that the position he's in right now, I think he's in a better headspace. Yeah, and I just think that, you know – one thing that was such a big talking point last year, and it's understandable when you go 14 and two and you're kind of blowing everybody out is it seemed like there was so much Super Bowl talk and that was where the Ravens wanted to go. And obviously every team wants to go there. That hasn't changed, Mm -hmm. but it seems like this year it's not Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl. It's Titans this week, this week, take care of business this week. And, And I think that, you know, again, experience learning from difficult games and, you know, John Harbaugh, I talked oh, to him revenge. today. You know, I talked to him today about it, and, and he basically said, and he's used this before, but he said one of his coaching mentors told him you either win or you learn. And I think that the Ravens learned from their last two playoff experiences, and I think that it will serve them well this year. Yeah. I think I think going into a revenge game was the perfect way to keep the focus on this game. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. if it were the Colts and or, or somebody else, the Bills or something like that, like, it would have been, I think, a different mentality. Mm-hmm. Um so I I love the way the table is starting to to set, you know, and uh hey man, 
I'm not going to argue with Rex Ryan that I think the Ravens absolutely have what it takes to not only beat the te- Tennessee Titans, but to win it all. Ooh, I like it. I like it. Well, so I'm I... going one game at a time. I'm sticking to the one game at a time <laughs> focus. Uh, and, and I think the Ravens, like I said earlier this week, I think it's a victory for Baltimore, and I think it is a double-digit win. I'm sticking by that. Do I go with the big win? You've already do done you it. Do, do you do it twice? Yeah, but I feel like if I don't do it, and when we lose, that might be a jinx. That might be a curse. Mm. You know what I mean? What do you, you know, think on it, this? I think you got to trust your instincts on this. Big win. Got to go with your gut. Got to go with it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody.